got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Hella Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I'm Sully. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. Um, we are finishing off season 12 today with who we are and all along the watchtower. Uh, who we are doesn't actually have cast, but if you know the episode, if you watched the episode, you know why we have to talk about this episode. <laughs> um, so mean, I'll this just is a jump... podcast, so then Dean is also very important to us. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. One half of there, the whole thing. So yeah. There are two parts to Destiel. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, the uh, summaries here, uh, who we are. Caught in a dangerous situation, Sam and Dean only have to have each other to rely on. Meanwhile, the fight between the American hunters and the British hunters or men of letters, as it should say, uh, comes to a head. And then all along the watchtower, Lucifer battles Sam, Dean, and Castiel for control of his unborn child. And that's it. That's all it says. <laughs> well, <laughs> can't give it all away in the summary. Technically... <laughs> It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, who we are. Um, the first thing that I have written down for uh, this episode is um, uh, when they're sitting there uh trying to catch their breath after whamming on the wall. Um, uh, Dean says, we saved the world. We got Cass back. We got mom back. And it just broke my heart a little bit because next episode, we're going to lose both of them again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that he... List Cass first before Mary. Yep. I mean, when his whole life has been about, like, changed by Mary. Yeah. Up yeah, until but, the point where he met Cass. And technically, he has known Cass for longer than he has known Mary. So. That's this a valid point. point. <laughs> this is very true. But I just, I just love that detail because we're all insane. And then that he says, it wasn't perfect, but we still had them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he is aware of that, like, a lot in these two ep- episodes. That, like, there are some, some stuff, there's some stuff to iron out, like, over the time. But, like, but at least they are here now and they are together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, it comes up again in the next episode. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when Sam asks, "Is this how you think thought we would, you know, go out?" and uh, Dean's like, "You know, it's not." Um, they both say, "Blaze of glory," and it was just like, "Blaze of glory" does not equal rebar. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to it here. <laughs> no. Blaze of glory means get the grenade launcher. Yes. <laughs> Not wear goggles, even though he clearly had goggles. He's like, no, I'll just. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you think about it, if you think about it, Misha was right to be happy about Cass's like ending in comparison to other characters oh, yeah. because yeah. yeah it was a lot more impressive and bigger and emotional than what other guys got so yeah I get it yeah um, yep. yeah 
And then um, I kind of skip ahead to uh, when we're at Jody's. Um, and that moment when Dean's looking at Mary, he's sitting down in the armchair and he's looking over at Mary who's tied up and Jody reaches out to comfort him and Dean actually like reciprocates. Yeah. Uh, broke my heart. With Mary right there. Yeah. Oh. Yep. And then she turns it back on him and is like, oh, you playing mother to my son? Go ahead and have him while staring directly into Dean's soul. Yeah. yeah. And I love, I love that Jody just straight away tells Dean that that's not your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Dean is just like so, so caring then. I mean, Dean is always caring, but like this whole episode when he calls Garth, the first thing he does when yeah. he gets when when they get this signal and he's like yeah you have to you and Beth have to like go away somewhere because you're gonna yeah. be hunted yeah yeah and he says it's so good to hear your voice like when yeah. is he ever like that vulnerable like hunted yeah ever. exactly yeah and speaking of Dean being caring after Sam's a uh, huge monologue there um and and he says he's not gonna go with him he says i saw you you're ready for this and it was just like a glimpse of that dad dean that we all love yeah and i love it when we did it for sam because that's the original dad dean yeah. yeah, and and I actually like missed it when I watched it for in, for the first time. But now I noticed that that scene parallels and it's like edited together with the scene between Jody and Patience, which is basically yes. this the same dialogue uh, as what uh, Sam and Dean are having. Um, but I also love that Dean is like kind of choosing the hard way here because like he has like two options either he stays to help mary and or he goes to help sam and helping sam is a lot easier for dean because it's less emotional and it requires like no vulnerability from him and that yeah. just trying to get mary back is just this huge task hercule of herculean proportions for somebody like dean so yeah i'm really proud of him <laughs> oh, you yeah. know yeah yeah, that's a really good point. Because even though it's hard for him to walk, he could just like, just as easily sacrifice himself like he does so many times. Yeah, he would have just been like, "I'm all banged up, but I'll go out fighting." But instead, yeah, he stays. Blaze of glory. Blaze of glory. Instead, stays and does the most heartbreaking family therapy ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of which, that okay. So for once, I'm not gonna read the whole ass monologue. <laughs> oh, because <why? laughs> because because I cannot even begin to compare to Jensen. So if you want to hear it again, go rewatch it. <laughs> um but there are there are little bits here and there that I have highlighted that I want to talk about. Um the first one is the very beginning of it. Uh I hate you. You lied to me. I was a kid. You promised you'd keep me safe and then you made a deal with the Zazel. And that's The, the, you promised you'd keep me safe. Yeah. I just. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, no, starting off with it. I hate you is, is just guttural. Yeah. It's like it just kind of falls out of him 
Yeah. Like the first time because he's held her on this pedestal for so long. Yeah. That in this space it's the first and he thinks that she can't hear him. Well, I guess at that at that point is this before or after he grabs her arm and you can see that she is actively ignoring him. Uh, I it's think after. it's after. So it she is after. That yeah. she can hear him. Yeah. And oh, that shot is so good of him trying to grab her arm and she like slips out. Oh. Yeah. And the yeah. the sort of like thumbprint left in her skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Um, so the next bit that I want to talk about is dad was just a shell. His perfect wife, gone. Our perfect mom, the perfect family, was gone. And I, I had to be more than just a brother. I had to be a father and I had to be a mother to keep him safe. And that whole thing is just like, whoa, him actually acknowledging these things that that dad was just a shell that he he had to be a father and a mother mom dean for the win Mm -hmm. yeah and also like i i hmm. it's like not only he didn't have somebody who was who was supposed to or who would keep him safe because at this point john was only obsessed with like uh, finding whoever killed mary and didn't really care about the kids and keeping them safe uh and mary was al- already dead but he also had to be that person for somebody else while he himself i mean this safe somebody who provided safety for sam while he he had nobody who provided any, any safety for him. And it's just like, it's so interesting that this is like season 12. And we have never heard Dean complain about anything until now. Like maybe right? like small, tiny things. But he is just yeah. this guy who, who doesn't talk about stuff. He just does it and just, you know, doesn't really mention it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I mean... Technically, we all knew that it took a toll on him, but like it's nice to hear him personally talk about it. Open up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the next bit that I have highlighted is uh, they killed the girl that he loved. He got possessed by Lucifer. They tortured him in hell and he lost his soul. His soul. Which yeah. is just, I, I love any time that we actually, like, recognize things that have happened in past seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because, like, Dean being so, I don't know, repressed or what do we want to call it. But, like, you you think that, like, killing... Uh, 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 is he referring to killing Sam's uh, girlfriend himself? The 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 the. Woman? No, I think they're talking or about this... Jess. Oh, okay, Jess, because I forever. Because he for says they killed the they, girl that he not loved. Not I. Yeah. Okay. No. Then I was. Yeah. Then just forget whatever I was gonna say. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> fit anymore. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, just he's basically like saying all the recounting all the all the times he is Sam's current feels like he failed, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then acknowledging that actually that wasn't his responsibility that Sam yeah. was supposed to have a father and a mother who took care of those things, and of yeah. of Dean himself. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> It was also just so heartbreaking hearing him talk about this and then they cut back and forth between this adorable baby and this crib. Yeah. And so you just think about this baby going through all of these things and not Sam, the Jared that we know. And yeah, just having that and 
uh, obviously this is a masterclass of acting from Jensen, but also Mary. Oh yeah. Uh, Samantha Smith is one so good at being brainwashed in the outside world. <laughs> and then so good at being just like on the verge of tears and denial and stuff in this scene. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Um, Next bit. I hate you. I hate you. And I love you. Because I can't, I can't help it. You're my mom. Silence. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Sadness. <laughs> yeah, That's like the bit that always gets me. Yeah, I feel it's very relatable. Oh, yeah. For, for everyone who has had a mother and a father, which is everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I like that he's acknowledging, like, feeling these conflicting emotions. And, um, yeah, that is... Just, like, not striving to make everything seem perfect and taken care of, but, like, actually saying that I am feeling these things. And, yeah, because... This is um, because I can't help it. Just it's it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And then three little words. I forgive you. Yeah, which I think is something that he has been struggling with all his life. Yeah, yeah. Um, unlike, I feel like unlike Sam, uh, Dean, um, because like when when Mary died, like Sam didn't really have any relationship with Mary, so they didn't really like he doesn't remember her at all, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Dean well remembers her quite well, so I feel like it's very interesting how how there are like the way the way dean views mary like it gets shattered once she comes back because he has this like image of like perfect mary and it's very hard for him to accept her as she is now because she he constantly keeps comparing her to what what she thought she was like what what he thought she was like Unlike, yeah. uh, unlike Sam, who has like no recollection whatsoever of her, so she, so he just like accepts her as she is and doesn't really have you know any issues with her most of the time. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's like I feel like big difference between them. So it's like Sam wouldn't and even even isn't in a, in a place to really forgive Mary because essentially his life mostly was affected by John's choices and not really by Mary's, I think. Or at least he views it that way, I think. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, we saw it in earlier episodes when Mary can't be around them and she has to leave. Sam is more understanding and empathetic about that because he's yeah. also had to escape his family. And Dean is just absolutely crushed. Yeah. So yeah. Sam is just happy that he gets to have a mom at all because that's not something that was in his, in the cards for him ever. And yeah. Dean is like mostly upset because this mom can't compare with the mom he remembers. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> very different situations. Yeah, and like a mom that when you're a kid, your your experience of your parents is pretty curated because she like admitted to hiding stuff like how her and john's like marriage wasn't going well she tried to cover that up and so he really just remembers like the lunches and the pie and her trying to like make things safe for him and keep him protected from like bad yeah. stuff also yeah. he probably also blames her for how john was once she died because like the only thing that changed that his mother was gone, and now his dad had turned into this horrible man, uh, obsessed with like revenge. So yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I have one more bit of the monologue. <clears throat> On the other side of this, we can start over, okay? You, me, Sam. We can get it right this time. Yeah, I love him. I just love... He's such a hopeful character. I love being... I mean, honestly, yeah. Um, and, like, the, the, the fact that he forgives Mary and I feel like he, it's so hard for him to forgive himself, but it is so, in comparison to that, it is, it is so easy for him to forgive others. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is this huge thing that he forgives Mary. And another person he constantly will forgive is Cass. Like, he, he just, he can't just, you know, not forgive Cass. Like, that's impossible for him at this point. And yeah. then there there is this one quote, I don't remember if it's before or after, I think probably before, when he says, I have, when they are talking about Mary making deal uh, with the Azazel, which jump-started everything that happened after. And he says, I have made deals for people I love. And that really crushed my heart because this is also what Cass does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Mirror, mirror. Mirror, mirror. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I have one other quote from this uh, okay. scene. The oft gift uh I need you to look at me and I need you yes. to see me, please. Like, in addition to this being like one of the most vulnerable times we see Dean, that he actually wants to be perceived as his like yeah. whole self. With tears streaming down his face. With tears. Like, ugh. I'm crying thinking about it. And we are all tearing yeah. up. No, I'm, we're just gonna, like, uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> let you guys on the secret. We are all yep. tearing up here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like going with the whole premise of our of this podcast of like Dean wearing so many masks to protect himself, and this is one of the few times that you get to see those at least mostly removed. Yeah. And ugh. Yeah, and I just I just want to add that uh, uh, that Jensen Eccles was asked to cry during this scene before they started shooting in, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I I don't decide these things. Like, if it's hap if it happens, it will happen. If it won't happen, it won't happen." And like two lines in, he was sobbing. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just us, guys. Yep. <laughs> well, we know power. that Jensen is a dean fanatic yeah yeah it's his dean is his best friend so he was just uh moved by this and the power of bobo baron's writing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can't blame him <laughs> yeah also that this whole thing happens and it's this amazing scene and john is not there yes Yes. There's like no trace of John in this scene. Yeah. The only I'm... thing is she mentions at the beginning uh we'll take Sam to the park before your dad gets home. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if John is upset uh, because it's like Mary's daydream or whatever and she didn't want him there or is he not there because it is Dean's daydream and he didn't want him there. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean yeah. when we this I love how this episode is a foil to Dark Side of the Moon like even down yeah. to Roy and yes. Walt being there. And so this is like a slightly different version of the scene where she's on the phone with John at the beginning of the memory and they're like fighting and she's trying to keep it from Dean, but not really. And so like, obviously Jeffrey Dean Morgan was working on walking dead while this was getting shot. So yeah, 
there's a logistical reason why he's not there, but this idea that maybe at this time when Dean and Sam were this age that she and John were fighting and like he had moved out for a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just getting to have that focus between Mary and Dean is so something that can be so personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that this is probably like, you know how Cass's like safe space was like Bunker's Kitchen? I feel like mm-hmm. probably Mary's safe space is like when she is alone with her kids without John. Like, would make yeah. sense to me. So that's what she keeps reliving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The theme of kitchens is very strong with Dean. And <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's so it's so interesting because this is like kind of like comparable to when we had like Amelia and uh what's his name oh my god so embarrassing jimmy <laughs> okay <laughs> still got it i'm very sorry uh but like when when you when they like this whole thing is that like they have like this heaven which is basically like a memory they keep reliving and they are so in love and such soulmates that it is always like they have to be together right and then that's in comparison to like mary choosing to really relieve this memory where she's alone with her kids um so yeah sorry for my anti-john rant (laughs) no you are you are in good company (laughs) um and that's really all i have for this episode the monologue really is takes the cake with yeah. this episode by far. I have um, one more her heartbreaking thing. Okay. If I may. So at the end when Sam gets back or right right before Sam gets back, uh, and um Dean uh says that he's actually when Mary tries to apologize for everything that she put them through because she was not there and Dean is uh, saying that he's still happy that everything happened the way it happened to them because they are the people they are because of their experiences in life and it's I mean I I know that Dean really means that honestly because I think even though he has like a lot of issues with with his lifestyle, I, I, I do think that he really appreciates some stuff about it, honestly. Uh, and he couldn't really imagine being some somebody else at this point. But the thing that fucks me up is that he thinks that he has made all these choices and has had all these experiences oh. that were authentically his. <laughs> and then we find out that it's part of Chuck's, I don't know script or some bullshit so hey, yeah hey 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 sally <laughs> fuck off <laughs> no i won't <laughs> i will do we aren't, such thing. we aren't done <laughs> no yet. there is no rest when we are done um oh, yeah and also that she like on rewatching this, I had realized that Mary still says after they've like at the end of this episode, she says, being with you was too hard. And yeah. he just looks so hurt because it's again like he finally got his mom back and then she had then she left for her her own reasons, which makes sense, but he just felt that much more abandoned. Yeah. When- like when she was dead, she didn't have a choice of not being there. But when she was yeah. alive and chose not to be with him, it just, ugh, duh, ugh. yeah, yeah. And especially with like the only other thing I really had was the shot of Mary and Dean facing Catch after Mary shoots him in the arm, and they're cast like perfectly cast to have oh, yeah. Jensen and Samantha because in that shot they really do look like mother and son and they've got like this parallel yeah. like three quarter shot of their faces it's just uh and that yeah. he catch says I knew you were a killer you both are and 
going back to this whole thing about Dean being a killer versus not being a killer. It's just, yeah. Got me fucked up, fam. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, all along the watchtower? Okay, I've decided I will be leaving after all. <laughs> My first note is, I think Apocalypse World is stupid. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, what's with those spikes, man? I yeah. feel like I feel like somebody got obsessed with like this idea of like twins and doubles in like later seasons because like they have apocalypse world and they have like catch have a have an evil twin and then have everybody who we know like have an evil apocalypse self or something. It just yeah. I don't know they, what's their issues. They work themselves into a corner by killing off all of the beloved side <laughs> characters. Yeah. Like, in the last episode, they had British Men of Letters in there, like, going through hunters. And the only two we see are Claire and Garth, because they're the <laughs> only ones who are still marked as alive, even though Jody is, but they don't know that. And Donna, but they don't show Donna, because I guess she's not on their radar. It was the dumbest thing ever, because in most... <laughs> In most scenes in other TV shows or movies, you would have at least three, if not like several, that get yeah. cycled yeah. through. It is literally just Claire and Garth. Uh, <sighs> but it would be fun to be an extra on that set and just get to lay around and pretend to be dead for 12 hours. I want to be the one that's on the spike. <laughs> it's just like, it almost felt like they had because the show has been going on so long, they had all of this money and they're like, how do we differentiate this separate alternate universe? I know, giant spikes. <laughs> giant spikes. <laughs> oh, this was the first time that I noticed that, and I can't believe I haven't noticed it before. Um, I'm kicking myself over it. That when Kelly is making the video for Jack, um, she says, uh, you have an angel watching over you. Yeah. So, Kelly, Mary parallels, and Dean and Jack parallels. Oof. Yeah. 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 Oof is right. Oof size large. Ugh. I'm glad you brought that up because I was just distracted by the fact that she did it at like such a weird lower angle. I'm like, yeah, raise your iPad. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly thought that the the years be dry was gonna be like a big part of the plot or it would get like lost or something because there's like so there's so many close-ups on it i'm like why do i have to remember this specific usb drive what why is it important but it never yeah. came up <laughs> ever i was like do we ever see that video again does jack ever get to watch no, it we like... do we just see it once like played on on jack's laptop i think but yeah oh, okay just, yeah <laughs> it was it was product placement for sure <laughs> They've done yeah, it in yeah. previous episodes, but I'm like, do we need to do that right now in the middle of this emotional scene? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. I, just, I just loved the opening of this episode, and just I just gotta point out, obviously, that it is like it looks so much like that one scene from Brokeback Mountain, like everything, like down to the color palette, like the car Cass is driving, like what Cass is trench coat. It means just yeah. It's very similar. I mean, yeah. the, the shot in front of the lake. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Shout out Can to Brokeback, not Nitro. Observers, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can, can we talk about how this is the most, like, domestic that we get to see Cass? But it's not romantic. Yeah, it's completely platonic, and I love it. That's how yeah. insane this show is. Yeah, that's true. 
Like, they yeah. could have made it romantic, but they didn't. I mean, I would say that Misha had a say in that, but... <laughs> I mean, fine, if you want to go give the... Yeah. I okay. mean, however, however it ended up happening, it happened that they did not make this plot romantic with Kelly. And especially yeah. it would have been so easy since we know that Jack views cast as his dad basically and yeah. he's yeah. chosen him to be his dad so it would be just like it's already you know it's everything yeah. is there just to build on it but yeah yeah it never happens <laughs> like and i'm then... glad i'm glad that it wasn't romantic for multiple reasons but just the fact that it they didn't go that route which would have been an easy route to go yeah yeah. Okay, some credit to writers. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to shout out that this is a dab episode. So I, I, I do absolutely, I do absolutely love Cassie's uh, friendships with women. I don't know how to describe this, but like I love his relationship with Kelly. I loved his relationship with Hannah. Uh, uh, the one, yeah. the one with the uh, what's her name? Meg was romantic. Some people would argue. I personally do not really see like that. Maybe it was sexual, but I don't see it as romantic. But it was a good dynamic. I did enjoy that. So yes. <laughs> well, and then he started having like real bonds with Mary too. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. He's just so adorable in this episode with his doula class and is trying to take care <laughs> of a baby like it's gonna be a normal baby. It's just oh. everybody poops truck bed full of diapers that they never get to use i hope they donated <laughs> I, I think my favorite thing right at the beginning of this episode is when 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 kelly's trying to assemble the crib and and cass is like oh, yeah I, I, I could do that and he's like i'm great at following instructions says the angel man who has never in his life followed <laughs> any instructions ever <laughs> He's such a liar. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Um, We haven't talked about one of the most important characters in this episode yet. Um, and I would like to start to talk about him by uh, talking about one of his lines um, in the beginning. I've been focused so long on keeping my job, I never realized I hate it. Yeah. I love that you giving Crowley right there. Fan service to Crowley. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love his work around with the rat. <laughs> I'm, conf I'm confused why they didn't burn his body. But I love yeah. that, he's that he's here with us to say these things <laughs> they just buried him yeah they know, they know how this works okay yeah i mean maybe maybe he had some you know some of his people still in hell who were i don't know who did away with his body and made sure that it never got burned maybe, maybe. yeah but yeah like hearing this honesty from crowley like, especially after having the honesty from Dean in the last episode, so good. Did we? Yeah. Did we? Did we? I think we talked about that in like your earlier episodes. Was there like a flashback where we learned how Crowley became king of hell? So I, I enjoyed yeah. it. it. Was kind of continuation that he didn't really want to be, but like he didn't. There was no better candidate, so he just said, "Yeah, okay, I'll do it." And then like. He just kind of forgot that he, it wasn't what he wanted. And then now he remembers that. Yeah, it was yeah. nice, you know, like full circle thing. Yeah. That he, yeah. it was like a dog eat dog situation where if he didn't take the crown, somebody else would have and would have yeah. murdered him or made his life miserable or something. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I love when uh, Sam, Mary, and Dean uh, show up at the little cabin. Um, 
And I know this has been pointed out a thousand times before, but the fact that Cass only addresses Dean. Yep. Like yeah. Sam and Mary are chopped liver. <laughs> Tunnel vision. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then when he realizes that Dean is hurt because he's still got the bad leg, he looks so done. He's just sort of like, what have you done without me around? Yeah. Let me take care of this, you stupid idiot. <laughs> and then Dean gets like so embarrassed and you can almost see like his cheeks and ears getting red. It's just like he's so flustered. Once, once Cass kills him, oh, they are adorable. Oh, so cute, so cute. Just, uh, I can't. Yeah. I just love that. Like Cass never denies uh, Dean any of his like powers in terms of like he will always heal heal him. Even then, like later on, when Dean like cuts his hand for a spell, and they are literally fighting. Like yeah, like the it's the divorce arc, I believe, and he still still heals heals his wounds. So yeah, um, well, yeah, yep. I will say about the apocalypse world. Um, I do like the concept behind it, like like how it came to be. Um. Because especially after the episode that we just talked about, um, it's a world where Mary didn't make a deal with the yellow-eyed demon. True. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because, like, Mary only makes deal uh, with the demon to save uh, John, right? Yeah. But then... uh, so yeah, John dies, and she just decides not to make deal, I guess. And they never have kids because John dies before they, you know, get to it. Um, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then, exactly, they must have. Michael and Lucifer must have had some other vessels. Uh, do we get into that? Something. Later? We well, we do run into. I mean. The Michael that takes over Dean in later seasons is Apocalypse World Michael. Apocalypse Michael, yeah. Yeah. But he he is originally in a different vessel, obviously, because they're... Yes. Yeah. 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 He's a black guy. Yeah. Um, No, I was just thinking that, like, was Cupid involved with Mary falling in love with John in Apocalypse World? In Apocalypse oh, World, in Apocalypse World, no. Oh. They just say, at least in this episode, and of oh. course we all have amnesia for the later season, <laughs> so I guess we'll find out. But uh, Bob, Apocalypse Bobby, just says she was talking about this man that she loved. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> Cupid was already there, but he yeah, died. John died before they had Dean and Sam. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. But that just it cracked me up that Rufus was the gun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I guess is that Stephen Williams is his name? He was busy that day, so he couldn't come back. <laughs> Has Kelly even met Mary before? Nope. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I don't think so. I don't think so. She, Mary just saw heart eyes, Dean and Cass, and went, I'm going to go check on the pregnant lady. And, like, yeah. presumably there was a scene, you know, they introduced, like, Mary introduced herself because then Kelly's talking about, like, wouldn't you die for your sons? So, yeah. yeah. We just didn't see it, but... <laughs> just... yeah. Ah, yes, put the women together. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, there yeah. was one thing I didn't remember that I really enjoyed, and it's when Cass uh, 
Sam and Dean return back from the apocalypse world. And meanwhile, Mary's with uh, with uh, Kelly and Cass uh, talks to Kelly and he's like, can I have a word with, with her? Um, and uh, I mean, presumably he tells her about this apocalypse world and like the portal being opened. And I just really enjoyed that he told her the truth and at that point and didn't really hide what was going on and still reassured her that uh, everything was going to be fine uh, with like this because he has seen paradise on earth um yeah i was it was yeah nice i just yeah i don't know i like cast being honest because like i feel like he's trying to be honest with her because at the beginning when he's like i know what you're going through and then he stops himself and he's like, yeah, actually, there was a lie. I have no idea what, what you're going through. So I feel like yeah. there's like this whole whole theme uh, between them in this episode. Yeah. Because he, because, you know, like the most, because Cass was originally lying to her at the beginning. And that that's what made her run off. So yeah. I feel like he has to, he feels like he has to compensate for that now and be just like very truthful and very direct. Um, yeah. And there's um, this good forehead kiss, which I love. Yes. yes. So sweet. Um, I don't know if there's a script for this somewhere or if it's just something that Mark Shepard has talked about. But um, apparently Crowley had a great monologue that was cut right before he died. Right. And I know that part of the reason why it was cut was because there were some there was some tension between Mark Shepard and the writers. Yeah, which is unfortunate yes. it's still a shitty thing to do because like your your name is gonna be attached to this show forever and you are just like, literally literally butchering butchering the show because you have what like a disagreement with an actor that's gonna go i mean not gonna be on the show for long any longer just stupid yeah yeah no get it yeah so um Rest in peace, Crowley. Yeah, it was very anticlimactic because there's like this is huge character because he has been on since like season five, I think four, no five, yeah. I think five, yeah. So five. for so many seasons and like and you all he says is like bye boys and that is all he gets. I don't know. It just yeah yeah. You don't, yeah. it, it happens all so quickly, you don't really even, like, catch up on what is going on properly. Well, and especially in this episode, because everybody's in a sacrificing mood. So we lose Crowley, we lose Cass, we lose Mary. Mm -hmm. Lucifer is gone in the thing as well. And it's just like, bam, 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 all right after another. And you don't get time to process any of these deaths or losses yeah 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 i'm just now wondering if like the way Cass shows up very last minute i'm just wondering if there was like his original plan once he learned that there was because like how did they communicate because uh the the, the spell uh crowley casts was supposed to end lucifer right or like take his no it's supposed to close the portal close the portals, lock him away. Yeah. But like, I feel like Kasten <laughs> wants to make sure that he will never return, AKA, so he, he should kill him. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. I wonder if he spoke about that to Kelly or is this just like, did he again lie and don't tell her? I don't know, it just, I don't Yeah, it was- Yeah, well, and when he goes after Lucifer, I- we have to talk about the 
desperation in Dean and Sam pulling him away, which yeah. feels very much like uh, Dean pulling Sam away from the fire. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like Dean's already in shock because he, it looked like he didn't, well, he obviously didn't know that Crowley was going to sacrifice himself because. Yeah, because Sam didn't even know either. Sam yeah. didn't even know. And then, so he's already in shock because of what Crowley did, and that he's like frozen. And then, as soon as that happens, Cass comes in, guns a blazing. Which, this is the episode where we learn that angel blades don't work on archangels. So, wouldn't Cass have known that? You would think. Question mark? But yeah, I think so. They don't have internal logic in the show most of the time, so it's Yeah, it's kinda of, it's shit because like if he knew that he it wouldn't do anything for Lucifer, he wouldn't do that, especially when he promised that he would be there for the birth of the child. So that's not like characteristically cast. That's not a cast move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he would absolutely not do that, but it's it's drama for the season finale, so. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, and then we lose Cass, and in the worst the way possible. Scream. Yeah, in the yeah, and that scream from Dean is just heart-wrenching yeah. yeah well and like when Cass first gets out of the portal he only asks dean if he's okay he doesn't yeah. look at yeah. sam yeah yeah and i remember watching this live when it came out and just being like get away from the portal and then that happened and i was like god damn it <laughs> I had originally, because Cass dies a lot in the show, and I had originally seen, like, screenshots of his deaths, and I, I remember, like, people just talking unrelated to the screenshots, how, how what a terrible episode this was to watch, and, and the, up until that moment when he accessed the portal, I was like, yeah, okay, apparently that death that I thought was gonna be in this one isn't in this one, and then right then, Lucifer <laughs> came out and just stabbed him, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Well, and, and we don't even see Lucifer at first. We just see the blade come through Cass. Yeah. And it's horrific. I mean, it's a gorgeous shot, but like... Oh, yeah. Traumatizing. <laughs> yes, yes. And it lasts for so long, and it's just... Uh... Yeah. And just... Yeah, yeah and then just and like... Then... Mary coming out, and the whole thing with beating Lucifer. Yeah, well, which which was kind of a nice uh, moment because she had said earlier in the episode that she's always wanted to punch the devil. Nope. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, and then, and then the portal closes and Dean just does this slow drop to his knees yeah. yeah and you can you can like the way that sam is so lost and doesn't know what to do but he like his first instinct is he, he can i mean he's still in a headspace where he can remain rational mm -hmm. because he yeah. sees the lights go flickering and he's like yeah okay the, the baby has been born i have to go inside and look what what's happening um, yeah look at what's happening and then he does but like dean is absolutely like he is i mean he's he shutting down yeah he's he's totally shutting down and he just doesn't really because there's like mary has not left but a body behind behind so like the only thing is cast and then he just you know and it's horrible and it's made even worse by the music that's playing over which is i think dean's theme in the mm -hmm. whole show so yeah um yeah very bad yeah. and then Cash just lies there and he really looked so cute and so angelic and he's dad and i hate it yeah yeah and yeah yeah the fact that they let dean just be there 
and not because they don't know what Jack is capable of. They don't know anything about having a Nephilim this powerful and he lets Sam go by himself when this thing yeah. is supposedly all about brothers, mer, and <laughs> just let him be broken next to Cass's body for like a whole shot. He, you, we don't see him again in the episode. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't join Sam. Like these are choices. Yeah, and the way <laughs> the way he's kind of like looking up at the sky, and it looks like. That's like a, how you, it would look if he was praying and maybe he is praying because he is just so desperate in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, uh, it hurts. anything else for this, this episode? <laughs> uh, Tidbits, I, trivia. I just appreciate how creepy Jack is sitting in the corner right yeah with his fiery footprints leading up to the room yeah it's like oh yeah this is a horror show (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i I love that they did that as a cliffhanger and then in next episode it's like the cutest guy you have ever seen (laughs) exactly yes (laughs) it's really goofball and yeah yep welcome to the show el cal Uh, you're gonna be naked on your first day. Yep, Yay. here you go. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a lot of trivia other than um, this episode all along the Watchtower is Cass's 100th appearance in Supernatural. And he gets uh, to die in it. And he gets oh. to die in it. And it's also uh, Mark Shepard's 70th episode. Oh. So they got to end on nice round numbers, at least. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to hold on to anything. Um, also, that Cass's death fell on a Thursday, as appropriate, because he is the mm-hmm. angel of Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, also, bald. yes. <laughs> also, that um, in Who We Are... It is the first Supernatural episode where Winchester directly tells a family member that he loves them. That's sad. Uh, yeah. Because uh-huh. he says, I love you to the memory of Mary in Dark Side of the Moon, but it's not actually her. Yeah. It's a I, I love that Cass has probably more direct I love you's under his belt than <laughs> A, a Winchester at this point. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh man. So that was painful. Yeah. So uh next episode we will be diving into season thirteen. Um we're gonna get most of the uh <clears throat> widower arc out of the way in the first episode um so we'll be doing 1301 lost and found 1303 patience and 1304 the big empty and it'll be a good time um you could call it in that. the meantime this has been heller radio my name is nora rose i'm sully and I'm Kate. Our sound editing is by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, hellers. Do you know if you love me? Do you know if you try? Do you know if you hold me? Just to make me cry. Just hold me. Just hold me. Just hold me. Let me cry